Circle podcast. I'm your host, Beck Thompson, and this podcast is all about showing you how to stop running in circles, ditch those dating games, and let your inner compass lead the way. Today, we're delving into a topic that is so important and unfortunately way too common, and that is dating burnout. So, why is dating burnout so crucial to talk about? Well, let me paint you a picture. You've been on multiple dates, you've swiped through hundreds of profiles, you've been ghosted, maybe even catfished, and maybe even experienced a few heartbreaks along the way. And the dating world can be exhilarating, but it can also be really exhausting. We're talking about long nights, endless conversations, and sometimes disappointment. And you might have even asked yourself, is it worth it? Is it worth it for me to keep dating? Is it worth it, you know, for me to continue going on these dating apps? Am I ever going to find my person? Dating burnout can manifest in various ways for different people. And so the symptoms might differ from person to person. So I wanted to talk about what it might look like and what it might feel like and what are the kind of common signs and indicators that you might be experiencing dating burnout so that you know if it's something that you're going through or have been through or just so that you're aware, because I don't want you to get to that point. I don't want you to get to the point where you're feeling like you're burnt out from dating because then it takes longer to recover. So it really might look like you've got this lack of motivation. You're finding yourself increasingly uninterested or unmotivated to engage in dating activities. So that could be whether, you know, you go to go on the dating apps and you're like, oh God, I just really, I just don't want to do it today. Or you're not motivated to go on dates. Or even when your friends ask you about dating and you're thinking, oh, I just don't want to talk about it. Like I, I'm over it. Nothing's going right. And I just don't want to speak about it anymore. It could look like that you're really emotionally exhausted so that you feel really drained or fatigued or just overwhelmed by this kind of roller coaster of emotions that come with dating or that can come with dating because it doesn't have to be like this. You could also be feeling really irritated or frustrated because you've experienced the same thing over and over again. So you could have experienced being ghosted, having these like lack of conversation or just going on really disappointing dates over and over again. So you're just feeling really frustrated by the whole thing. A big thing that I notice with clients is this real like negative outlook towards dating. So you get really cynical or pessimistic towards like either men in general or the dating process and just thinking that that is all that's out there and that's never going to work. And and you have people back up that experience or you have other times that back up that experience. So it can kind of like cloud your view of how dating is. And it's never great to have that view or that mindset and then go on the app while you've got that mindset, because it's going to cloud what you're doing. And so it's going to rate the experiences that you're going to have are probably going to reinforce the view that you have then. You also, like, sometimes it looks like having these unrealistic expectations. So unfortunately, what happens because of online dating and there being this vast choice that didn't always exist, people have these unrealistic expectations or this fixation on finding their perfect partner. And that makes it challenging to connect with potential partners because you're just swiping, 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 looking for the the most perfect looking match and you forget what you're actually looking for. So sometimes it can kind of lead to that as well. 
So failing to address dating burnout can have several negative consequences on your overall well-being and on your dating life. And so here are some potential outcomes if you don't deal with it. You know, it can lead to having that increased stress, anxiety, or even depression. It, It takes an emotional toll on you because you've really hit rock bottom with it. And you're in this stage of like constantly feeling disappointed and frustrated, and that has an impact on your mental health. It can have a real impact on your self-esteem because you, again, if you're having like multiple people ghost you or you're not able to make it past the first date or, you know, for whatever reason, whatever's happening to you, it can feel like a hit on your self-esteem every time, which over time has an impact, right? Then there's like the missed opportunities because if you're burnt out from dating altogether, you miss out on the time that the potential opportunities that are there that you could be engaging in that you don't want to engage in because you're so burnt out from it. And like I spoke about before, like one of the biggest things I see with people is this pessimism and this negativity towards love and dating and just this this giving up, this like it's over, there's nothing good out there. And it makes it really difficult to approach dating and to go into things with this open heart, open mind. What am I going to see? What is you know, instead of having this closed view, you you can have this like real wonder around what is going to be happening and what could be out there. And like I said before, the longer that you are in that hole of dating burnout, the harder it is to get out of it. You know, that's why I want people to recognize when they're on the path to that as opposed to being in it, because once you're in it, it's harder to get out of that. So I'm here to tell you, that if you've ever felt like dating has become this like never ending marathon, you are not alone. Because according to a recent study that I found, and this is wild, like over a quarter of active daters report that their dates that they go on are disappointing. Over a quarter, over a quarter of the dates they go on are disappointing. That's insane. And, you know, for those that have been going on dates for six months or more, they had these statistics. So like 36% of people had their date cancel on them within 24 hours less notice. 33% had this like elaborate excuse as to why they could no longer meet or show up. And this is the clencher that I like, we're going to talk about next week because I'm over it and I've seen it happen a ridiculously large amount of times in my clients lately. But 73% of Aussies have admitted to ghosting someone at least once because they couldn't be bothered anymore. Come on. This is not okay. Ghosting is not okay. It is not hard for you to tell someone that you are not interested anymore. Like enough of this bullshit behavior that does not exist, well, generally doesn't exist in the real world. And yet because this online platform where doing behavior that has not happened before or that you wouldn't do normally. It's just not okay. So like we're totally going to get into ghosting next week, but I'm really passionate about that. I don't want you to leave. I don't want you to be ghosted. I don't want you to ghost people. It's absolutely not okay. Oh yeah. And then 71% have been the ghostee, right? How crazy. So it's happening to everyone. People are doing it and it's happening to people. So no wonder people are feeling burnt out. No wonder people are getting to the stage where they're just over dating and they think, oh God, this is so useless, you know? And no wonder there's a huge trend in so many of my clients going, it's not going to happen for me online. I'm not, I'm going to move away from looking online because it's not working. It's harder work than the results that are getting, but the opportunity is there if you, if it's right for you and if you can lean into it. 
So what can we do to cope with dating burnout and reignite that spark? Well, let me tell you, it's all about self-care. We often forget to take care of ourselves when we're on this dating roller coaster and it's time to prioritize your well-being, whether it's taking a break from the dating apps or rediscovering what excites you or seeking professional support. We're going to explore what strategies you can have to help you navigate this journey. And dealing with dating burnout requires a proactive approach. So again, I don't want you to get into the hole. I don't want you to be in burnout. I want you to realize when you're on the way there. And like I've spoken about in nearly every episode, if you have self-awareness of what is happening for you, you can stop it before it happens. So that is the key for like everything. <laughs> I'm gonna. That's the band-aid approach. Now, if we can have some self-awareness of what's happening, that can change everything. But here are some strategies to help you cope with dating burnout. The best way to deal with it initially is to step away, have a break from dating. Get, like, don't worry about what they talk about with the algorithms on dating apps and you need to stay on there to get like whatever. If you need a break, you need a break. So look after yourself and your mental health and your self-care and your personal growth, take a break, delete them, minimize the apps, whatever you need to do to give yourself a break. And then when you're on that break, have a think about your dating goals. Like, are they realistic? Are they putting too much pressure on yourself to find this perfect partner? Or do you need to be more specific? You know, you adjust your goals and your list to what you're looking for. Have a think about all those past dates you've been on do you need to refine your list more or do you need to, yeah, I mean, refine it, either expand it or refine it, right? And then prioritize self-care. So prioritize something that is like stress relieving or relaxation, you know, that could look like exercise or meditation or mindfulness or spending time outside or with loved ones or whatever it looks like for you. And then as you're ready to get back into dating, and even if you feel like you're not at the extreme where you need to delete the dating apps, set the boundaries around what it's going to look like in your life. So firstly, what type of behavior? We've spoken about this in past episodes, but what type of behavior are going to be okay with and communicate that? Boundaries with yourself around like, how long am I going to go on the apps for? How long am I going to spend on there? What's it going to look like? Am I going to be present while I'm doing it? There's so many strategies that you can do so you're not just swiping, swiping, swiping and then burning out, right? And again, As always, if it's something that you can't do alone, you seek support because not everything is going to be able to be done by yourself. Sometimes you have to call in a community to support you with these things. You know, and when we spoke about before the the negative thoughts or this being stuck in this like negative outlook towards dating, if you can challenge those thoughts, first of all, practice that self-care, get yourself into a space where you are able to do this, but you want to challenge those thoughts and replace them with more positive things. Like challenge that self-criticism and practice self-compassion, put something in its place so that you're able to look after you and be able to date successfully. So remember that dating burnout is a common experience and it's so okay for you to step back and focus on you. There's no timeline in this. Just because you take a break for you doesn't mean you're going to miss out on something that wouldn't have been there. I need you to look after you because you need to enter a relationship with space and with capacity. And if you're at the burnout stage, it's not going to be good. It's like starting a new job when you're burnt out. That's not going to be good either. So you want to implement the strategies we spoke about to kind of regain that emotional balance and reduce your stress. And then you can have a refreshed perspective. You can go back into dating with this perspective where you're more balanced. 
You know, it doesn't have to be all positive. I definitely don't want you to be in the toxic positivity land, but I do want you to enter it with the lens of opportunity and what is possible. You know, what if you could turn dating burnout into an opportunity for growth and self-discovery? And what if you could find love without the exhaustion? It's so possible. And if you implement the steps we spoke about, you're well on your way to doing that. So next week, we're going to talk about common dating issues. And this includes stuff like ghosting and catfishing and, you know, any of that rubbish that you might have been through or not been through. We're going to talk about that and how we can work around that and how we can stop it from happening, how we can deal with it if it does happen, et cetera, et cetera. So I'll see you all then. Thank you so much for listening to the show. If you got value from this, please don't hesitate to share with a friend so they can get value from this too. And don't forget to hit follow so you don't miss an episode. It's also how I keep this podcast alive. Mm